What's up, everybody? Before we start this episode, as always, I want to tell you about my live dates where you can come see me do stand-up. Also, Jared Harvin is uh, pretty much always with me. Um, there may be some tickets left for Sunday in West Nyack, New York at the Levity Live Comedy Theater. The rest of the weekend is sold out. Thank you to everybody who came out. San Diego, January 26th through the 28th. Madison, Wisconsin has been added February 9th through the 11th at Comedy on State, where I shot my special. Beautiful club. Aaron Rodgers will be there. Tacoma, Washington, February 16th through 18th, which I found out is about an hour outside of Seattle. So I'm very excited to go sit in a cultureless mall area. That's going to be fun. Tacoma, I can't wait to see what kind of interesting, personalized cultural institutions you have. Can't wait to see what kind of fast food restaurants abound in Tacoma, Tacoma, Washington. But if you live in Seattle, take a trip. Put your, put your windshield wipers on and, and get out there, okay? And we'll kiss under the mistletoe past Christmas or whatever Tom Hanks did with Meg Ryan. She has a lot of work done now. Chicago, these shows are selling out. Um, so get the remaining tickets at Zany's February 24th to the 26th, Chicago. Get your tickets. Don't wait. They're selling out. Atlantic City, New Jersey. Atlantic City Comedy Club, where all the famous comedians go to play. Atlantic City Comedy Club. Or as I say, a lot, all the famous husbands go to play. Emmaus Theater. Why am I going to Emmaus? I don't know. I said yes to it. I don't know where it is. Don't imagine it's going to be a charming little spot. But I will be in a Mayo's theater. Uh, they have a theater there. So at one point, they were flourishing. And now I'm there. So there's no jazz band. So come see us at Mayo's Theater March 4th. One show. Um, then D.C., March 9th through the 11th, Washington, D.C. Those were go- are going to be great. Dallas, Texas, March 16th through the 18th. Springfield, Missouri. Excited. Exciting. Jesus Christ. Some of these places, I wish it was an hour flight, but they're not. It's not worth the flight, but it's going to be the funnest show. But uh, I'm not sure how many listeners are from Springfield, Missouri here. So if you have a fat aunt that lives in that area, give her a call <laughs> and let her know Oh, Yanni Pappas is going to be there. Uh, Tampa, Florida. All right? Get off the poles for a second, ladies. Use all those dollar tips you made, hugging those pulled and clear, poles and clear heels, and come out for a little comedy. And I'm speaking also to you, you goddamn down-on-your-luck meth heads. Get a ticket. Tampa, April 21st to the 22nd. San Francisco, California. Put on your Patagonia and ladies with your natural gray hair and come on out to the show May 4th through 6th and let me know about how much of a better person you are because of what you're doing to save the whales and sea turtles. Then we'll be in Providence, Rhode Island, where I am goddamn cursed. (laughs) March 12th through the 13th, either I'm getting a flat tire, I'm getting carted off in a a stretcher, or Sergio's getting food poisoning. But that's my history. I also had one great weekend there. But come come check that show. Those always sell out as well. Uh, The Comedy Connection in Providence, Rhode Island, May 12th and May 13th. Now, let's get into this very, very brilliant and informative news episode. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Giannis Pappas Hour, where we take news and we what's the deal, Azette. That's what we do. We give it our old what's the deal is treatment. A lot going on in the world. 
We have the Economic Forum happening in Davos, which is where the Illuminati gets together and decides what piece of the pie the rest of us are going to get. I hope it's a thick slice, or at least a thicker slice. You gotta keep the peasants off your front lawns. That's their motivation. I hope they do a good job. Give us enough so we don't ask questions. Um, The mafia, uh, a very famous, infamous mafia boss in Sicily, has finally been arrested um, on his deathbed, apparently, after 30 years um, in a hospital. I always love when they finally arrest uh, a big-time criminal at the end of his life. It's a, might as well just have a ceremony. It's a ceremonial arrest. And why are you arresting a guy who's just working the same system that all you Italian criminals enjoy? Give him a holiday. There he is. Is that him? Messina Denaro. We'll look into him and what great things he's done uh, as a descendant of the Roman Empire. Um, uh, we got some Hunter Biden news. Um, apparently, he impregnated a stripper. Not surprised. The headline of that is not surprised. But he does not want the stripper's kid to have the last name Biden because he's a good guy. Hunter Biden's a great person. So we will talk about that. Of course, more George Santos news to get into as the lies continue to unfold. Uh, Apparently, at one point, he was a Jewish fundraiser. At another point, he was a verifiable drag queen in Brazil. The guy is a renaissance liar. And you got to appreciate the gamut that his lies run. Put him on the altar and worship at the feet of Georgie Santos from Brazil slash 9-11 survivor slash Holocaust survivor slash gay guy slash straight guy slash Republican slash in the house slash Long Island icon. George Santos. Um, Wyoming has banned electric cars in a troll move against California. So it's great to see that state governments are now acting like Twitter accounts. It's it's really the full culmination of Twitter coming to life. We will get into the reasons why and how fun that is. China's population is in decline for the first time in 60 years. Good news for climate activists, as China is one of the biggest transgressors of climate pollution. Well, welcome to the modern world, China. Now what you can look forward to is a bunch of 30 and 40-year-old guys with video game collections trying to figure out what they want to do with their life and being treated for anxiety with clonopin. Welcome to our world of middle-aged malaise and arrested development and extended youth. It's a fun party. We'll see you at the bar, old man, as you dye your beard with Just for Men and hang on to a bar top so you don't fall over from pain of plantar fasciitis in your feet, you old guy that should be at home with six kids, miserable. Welcome to the modern world of plentiful plenty we welcome you with open arms hopefully this cools off our tensions and now we can trade vintage nintendo games over the internet with you in the place of children and adulthood this is the Giannis Pappas hour and like I said let's watch the Dillas news a little bit
long day. It's a long day. It's a long day. Now, what's the deal is the news makes no sense, and I enjoy it. I enjoy not making sense. It's one of my favorite things to do. In the world right now, not making sense is really all you can do to join the party. And you want to join the party. You don't want to be outside saying, hey, guys, this doesn't make sense. You want to be in the party adding to the things that don't make sense. George Santos is a product of what we have become. George Santos, otherwise known as his drag name, which was Katira Revache. Um, can I take a peek at that f picture of him as a drag queen? He doesn't look like a drag queen. He looks like an Indian mom at a wedding. Yeah. <laughs> I, I expect more out of my drag queens in Brazil. Yeah. I mean, that just looks like an Indian mom in England trying to prevent her daughter from playing soccer with the Anglo he crowd. Looks like he has a nice sock paneer recipe. Yeah, I mean, it, she, she looks like she that she, she starred in Bend Them Like Beckham, yeah. the movie. Yeah. She looks like Akash Singh's mom. <laughs> I mean, she's wearing like a very colorful Indian wedding outfit. Yes. I mean, that that's not a very fun uh, drag show. Anyway, of course he was a drag queen in Brazil. They call him now, the, uh, he's being referred to as the embattled Republican congressman. He hasn't, stolen any money, per se. He's raised money under false pretenses. There's a difference. People gave him money. Is that stealing money if you raised money? If you voluntarily... He didn't break into your home and take the money for the puppy uh, fundraisers he was doing. He asked for money. And he said to his friend, he said, I'm going to ask for this money as a fundraiser under a Jewish name because, quote, Jewish people are more likely to give money to another Jewish person. Mm -hmm. It's what you call a loophole in the system. Is that breaking the law? No, no, not at all. I don't think that's breaking the law. Yeah, and it's very Jewish of him to do that even. In so, what way? So it makes sense. Yeah. I mean, look, he's raising money. Mm -hmm. for. Did the money go to pets in need? I doubt it. I doubt it. You know? But pets don't know that they didn't get the money. There's no pets going, hey, we would like to file charges against George Santos because I never got those back leg wheels I was supposed to get so I can, I can, I can run like the rest of the dogs at the dog park. There's no dogs complaining. Who was really hurt? Who was really hurt by his little fundraisers? So he, he, did, some, he did some fundraisers for pets in need, mm -hmm. and he did them under a fake name online, and he raised some money. Big whoopee. Okay? Nobody was hurt by this. Nobody was hurt. He took for, he, he, he's, he is the modern-day Robin Hood. He's robbing from rich people to give to dogs in need. There is no way to prove that that money did not go to dogs in need. True. Who's to say that the needs that he were, was referring to were dogs in the street that needed a stranger to go, look at that cute little puppy. And maybe he did that. Maybe he walked around a couple blocks and looked at a few dogs and said, look at that cute little puppy. And that dog was very happy and wagged its tail a little bit. And he raised money for himself in order to be a person with more money, walking down the street, seeing dogs, and saying to those dogs, you're a cute dog. That's what he did. Exactly. His... It was under the umbrella of dogs in need. 
That was like if I said I was raising money for podcast well-being, right? For all the podcast community to get health care. If I said I'm, I'm raising money for podcasters to be able to access health care, that's vague. Someone asked me specifically, I'll answer. I raise that money for myself because I'm a podcaster and I would like more money if I so choose to spend it on my health care. But if my health holds up and there is a pair of sneakers that I see on GOAT, it is my choice as a free American <laughs> to use that money to buy those Jordan 4 pinnacles on GOAT. I didn't say I wasn't going to do that. Okay? George Santos didn't say he definitely lived in the area he didn't live. He didn't say his mother specifically died in 9-11. I think he said his mother died because of 9-11. Can you prove that his mother was not sad enough about 9-11 that she ended up in an emotional spiral of destitute and took her own life, maybe probably at the hands of George Santos, who choked her out to fulfill his story that his mother died at 9-11 and she would not be allowed to counter his story because she has no more oxygen in her lungs to correct the story that he made up. Okay, now I just made that up, but based on all we're finding out about George Santos, if I was a gambling man, there's at least a 3 to 13% chance that what I just said could be true. <laughs> he does sound like the guy who say, hey, my mom died in 9-11, and then he goes, oh, wait, I am planning on running for Congress. My mother is still alive. She's not a sociopathic liar like me. If this news gets big, she may come forward or at least tell one of other, her other fat friends at a Long Island diner that it's not true. So let me just push a pillow over her face so she doesn't get a chance to tell her side of the story. Possible. With a guy like that, it's possible. But hey, it's his own mom. He can do what he wants with his own property. Those are Brazilian rules. That's where he's from. I'm not trying to push my cultural legal institutions on theirs. Mm -hmm. And from what I understand, you're allowed to smother someone out with a pillow in Brazil. Okay, you heard it first here in the long days. I don't want to hear anything different in the comments seeking a retraction next week. Okay, I've known a Brazilian person, maybe never, but he, that person who I never met, did tell me that it is legal to kill a member of your own family if you smother them with a pillow and only if you smother them with a pillow, only in the case of you telling a lie and you need them to be gone to not be able to prove that your lie is not true. I think I'm doing a pretty good job of following in the footsteps of George Santos. There's a whole bunch of people who are out there mimicking Andrew Tate. Go ahead and waste your time. It's not going to happen. You want success? You want to make it in this world? You want to emulate a guy like George Santos? By the time they catch up to you, you've already eaten at the buffet and gotten fat and you're in Congress and your committee membership is being assigned. And people are way too entertained to say, let's not make this guy revoke his congressship, if that's the way they're, that's the way it's put. Is it a congressship? You're, you've, you have a congressship. He's named to House committees 
even as he faces growing calls to resign. Who's asking him to resign? A few people? That's a matter of opinion. There's a lot of people who have not asked for him to resign. You know, I saw this footage in Greece, of all places, of about 100 to 200 kids walking down the street yelling, free top G in Greece. It was, it was embarrassing for me as a Greek. They were, they were marching down the street yelling, free top G. Almost as effective as Greta Thunberg being arrested at a German coal mine uh, for protesting coal mines. You know, these protesters are not doing anything except getting arrested. Mm. Now, we just had Martin Luther King's Day recently. He got arrested. There was a method to his madness. And it wasn't madness. There was a method to his method, right? Um, He wanted to get arrested. He wanted it to be on TV because he was protesting laws and discrimination that was unjust. Mm-hmm. He has said, you know, he has said in many writings that he did what he did in the way that he did it, not merely because it was the morally right thing to do, but it was strategically thought out. And in retrospect, turns out those strategies were good. He wanted it to be on TV. He wanted the protesters to be hosed. He wanted those things to happen so all of America could see what the reality was, and he wanted to awaken what he called the silent majority of moderates. Yes. Right? Because he was smart. He knew you can't argue with racists. He knew you can't argue with extremists. You can't change them. What you can do is mobilize good people who just are quiet and want nothing to do with that. Civil disobedience. Civil disobedience for a, for a very practical uh, outcome. Yes, practical outcome. Very of smart. Civil rights, yes. He was a little bit of a marketer for his cause. He used cynical means to achieve a noble goal. Now, that's a great example. Greta Thunberg protesting outside of a coal mine or marching down the street in Greece, which is a different country with different laws and a different legal system that has its own borders, that's not Romania, where the top G's being detained. I'm not sure I see what the projected or wanted outcome is of that, mm. except for a bunch of very angry yayas in their windows screaming out, going, shut the fuck up, Malaka. I'm trying to sleep here. I'm trying to cook pastizio, and you're yelling free the top G in a different country. Yeah. But I do, I do think it's very interesting that around Martin Luther King Day, one of the greatest human beings that ever lived, right, in, in a lot of people's opinion, in my opinion, and I think history reinforces that, one of the greatest human beings to live on the planet, hands down, hands down. On the days where he, on the day where we're celebrating his protests in America, there's protests happening around the world to free Andrew Tate from the Romanian legal system. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to figure out what that means, but I think what it means is that we've had a big loss of meaning. 
I think we've lost meaning. Mm -hmm. I think if you stopped a bunch of those kids in the street and go, what kind of change are you trying to enact in the world? And they would just go, oh, I didn't think of that. I just want <laughs> free the top G. I just want this guy unleashed onto the internet again because he's freeing us from our own our own laziness. Finally, there's someone to say, hey, guy, you want to get healthier? Go to the gym. Hey, guy, stop thinking about how you feel all the time. Men sometimes do things they don't want to do. What happened to fathers? Where's a dad? Jared didn't need the top G. You don't need the top G to tell you to hit the gym. No, I don't. No, you had a girl. You needed just one more girl to reject you in high school because you were a fatty. Yes. You needed one girl to say, I'm not into fatties. Yep. And then you, you fucking grab some beetroot and you grab some <laughs> ginger juice. You learned about turmeric and anti-inflammatory foods. Exactly. You stopped eating fried foods. You got thin, you got hot. Mm -hmm. And you threw a fucking Black Panther necklace around your neck. Yep. And you hit these goddamn streets and you mind your own business and whatever fucking you're doing, you don't announce it. Because you're fucking old school, baby. Yeah. And you had a dad in your life. Yes, I did. You know what's ironic about Andrew Tate to me? The things that he's arguing for is a Band-Aid on the things that a man like him inflicts. Instead of being out there yelling at a bunch of other people's kids about what they should do, everyone should be in their own home with their own kids, teaching them the lessons they learned on how to be a man. So those men who continue to go out there and bang a lot of broads and live that extended youth life into their 30s, into their 40s, were the same exact absentee fathers that caused this fucking problem. Yep. And now here's another one. He doesn't have any kids. But here's a guy who's 35, 36, 37, living the dream of a 15-year-old, driving fast race cars. <laughs> you know, living with swords, a sword cabinet, podcasting with his brother, living in a dorm room, banging Slovenian war-torn uh, war refugees who are just happy to have a job. And he's yelling at all these fatherless kids around the world of fathers who acted just like him. Is that a good point that hasn't been made? Yes, it is. And that's what you're here for. The top G should be yelling at guys who are like the top G. Yeah. <laughs> he should be going, don't be like me. Don't be like my dad. Yeah. Who left the family to go chase a chess dream. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe he was a CIA agent. I doubt it. I think the top G has alluded to the fact that his dad might have been in the CIA. Guys, we are brought to you by DraftKings. The NFL playoffs is in full effect right now. One step close to the Super Bowl. Um, check out DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. New customers can get just $5. Okay, listen to me closely. New cu customers can bet just $5. You heard that right. Only five bucks, and guess what? You get $200 in free bets instantly, meaning you can take free money and make more 
money. Mm. It's amazing. They get you started. Uh, plus, new and existing customers can take a shot at an even bigger payout with DraftKings. Stepped up, same game, parlays. Boost your NFL winnings with each leg you add up to 100%. If you're going to throw some juice on a game, go with DraftKings because they're giving you $200 in free bets if you're new. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Use the code FUMES. And again, new customers can bet just $5 on the NFL Divisional Round and get $200 in free bets instantly only at DraftKings Sportsbook with the promo code FUMES. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. Guys, uh, I want to tell you about Native. It is an amazing deodorant. They sent me some, and now it's the deodorant I'm using. I lie to you not. It smells great. It's uh, not bad for you like these other deodorants. Every Native product is thoughtfully formulated to keep you feeling and smelling fresh all day long. And it does. I mean, it's just a good product. I'm here endorsing it, saying, honestly, it is a great product uh, because it is aluminum-free which aluminum is very bad for you, and it's in a lot of deodorants. So it's aluminum-free. They keep their ingredients list bare naked. The less ingredients in something, always the better. That's the rule. Um, So they have ingredients that you can understand, which is great, like coconut oil, shea butter, and baking soda. Shea butter. How do I say that? Shea. Shea. Shea butter. It's good for you. Shea butter. (laughs) Uh, they check a lot of boxes. 72-hour 72, 72 odor protection, naturally derived ingredients, and they are, and a smooth, residue-free application. They offer a variety of scents with new and limited edition scents being released all the time. It's really fun. It's really good. Different smells. They all smell great. They sent me three. I love all three. I am now using Native. It's just what I'm going to use. It's like a few of the other products that we've, and then I started using it. I'm just, I'm just going to use them. True. I use you know? it too. It's great. I'm using it. I mean, I'm wearing one that I use now, and Native is the deodorant I'm going to use from now on. So the smells are spicy, woodsy, clean and fresh, different scents. Um, it, it's a, a natural deodorant that is just unbelievable. I've been using it now since they sent it to me, and I just threw out my other deodorants because they have aluminum in them, and these are natural and just better. And they smell great, and they work for a long time. So this is one of those no-brainers, okay? Feel and smell fresh this year with Native, guys. Get 20% off your first order by going to Native nativedeo.com that is nativedeo.com slash fumes nativedeo.com slash fumes um, use the promo code fumes which you can also do at checkout um, either way so uh, what you'll get for that is 20% off your first order so that's a great little um, nice little perk for Starting to use native. You get 20% off. That is nativedeo.com slash fumes or use the promo code fumes at checkout. That's one of those things, Italians, you know, people who want to be interesting, they'll always say, you know, my dad was CIA or my brother or whatever knows somebody in the, you know, in the, in the state department. We know what the deal is. People who are really plugged in don't really announce announce it it. that much. You know, it's like when Italian kids go, I know this guy, I know that guy that's connected. But none of them know anybody who's connected for the most part, as we've said, okay? Because the guys who are really in it hide, and they don't want to be known. Like Messina Denaro. Messina Denaro. 
just a man who enjoys his murder, his blackmail, and his fra diavolo <laughs> linguini. And Messina Denaro. Italy's the most wanted man arrested in Sicily on his deathbed after 30 years. And this is an actual quote. It is a victory for all of the police forces that have worked together over these long years to bring the dangerous fugitive to justice. You can almost hear the fresh mozzarella dripping <laughs> off of his fucking spoon. <laughs> you can almost hear the biscotti being dipped into his espresso <laughs> as he sits at his table instead of being out in the field trying to hunt real criminals because he's part of a corrupt system that hands kickbacks and paybacks back and forth to everybody to keep a very old and ancient system in place between cops and robbers where the line is fudged. How is it a victory for the police forces to arrest a guy after 30 years? That's like fucking covering LeBron James, okay, losing the game by 10 and saying... I held him to 39 points, eight rebounds, and nine assists. He didn't get a triple-double. Yeah. <laughs> That's bragging like that. <laughs> you let the guy run free with impunity for 30 years, and then when he's an old fucking wrinkled old man who looks like a dried-out fig in a health food store, you bring him to justice mm-hmm. to sit comfortably in his jail cell and slice garlic thing and watch fucking whatever mobster American mafia movie he so chooses over and over again. Italian Prime Minister Giorgio Milini, Giorgio Milini tweeted, a great victory for the state which demonstrates that it does not give up in the face of the mafia. The mafia runs your whole country. You guys were once the Roman Empire. And now you're like, you are the like the poorest part of the EU. You're Italy. Mm. People go there to get Fendi bags that fall off of trucks. Okay? It's a mafia culture. And it works. Messina Denaria is thought to have ordered dozens of mafia-related murders. I mean, where? How, how much was a guy hiding that you couldn't find him for 30 years? How much was he hiding, dog? It sounds to me like there was an arrangement where you weren't looking too hard. How hard is it to find this guy? The most wanted mafia boss in 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 Italy. Yeah, for thir- do, do you know thirty? You know, you're 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 not even thirty. Yeah. How long has your life been? Twenty five. It feels like it's been a long time. <laughs> yes. You need five <laughs> more years to live before uh, it would take the equivalent of time till they caught that mafia boss. Yeah, thirty years is not a victory on an arrest, but it is a victory on a mortgage. <laughs> <laughs> it is. I mean, is is it? Do you not share in the humor of them celebrating a victory of arresting a guy after a 30-year search in Italy? Yeah. I mean, the guy was in Italy. They arrested him in Italy. Mm -hmm. They didn't have to go find him in a cave underground. They probably found him at a cafe sipping a goddamn espresso eating spumoni. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, how many places are there to hide in Italy? Yeah. I mean, look at him, too. Look at him. 
He was the most wanted man for 30 years. He was Cosa Nostra's longest hiding fugitive. Where was he hiding? Most notably in 1992, uh, he was involved in the separate murders of anti-mafia prosecutors Giovanni Falcone and Paolo Borsellino. <laughs> so this guy was able to murder two lawyers and a bunch of people in live 30 years. I mean, he probably went like this. He probably just went into the police station and said, all right, man, like I'm old now. I got cancer. I'd love to live in a jail cell now. I'm done. Mm-hmm. I lived my life. Um, he was carried out by more. I love, I love the ceremonial 100 specialized agents too. Yeah. Like that's what they needed to carry him out. An old man. They needed 100 specialized agents. That's all for the photo op. That's all for the cameras. It's too late. Yeah. That's all for the cameras. Way too late, dog. You treated this man like a blockbuster video. Yeah, you're way too late. Mm. With the anti-mafia carabiani in the hour morning. So it was 100 specialized agents with the anti-mafia carabiani at 10 a.m. The Medellina Clinic, where he was arrested as a private clinic. (laughs) I knew this story would give more. He was arrested at a clinic that is known for plastic surgery and other elective surgeries. It is, known, it is not known what treatment Messinina De Niro was receiving. <laughs> well, hopefully it was anything to put his eyes correctly because, God damn, his eyes are cross-eyed as shit. Yeah, that, that, but that just doesn't sound like a guy that's hiding out that much, a no. guy that makes an appointment and goes in for a nose job. I don't think that's really a guy that's hiding out for 30 years. Yeah. Doesn't sound like he's that too hard to find. There just came a point where at some point they could arrest him. Nobody's hiding does errands at the same time. Yeah, I mean. No one's ever been arrested at a Valvoline. Yeah. The ant- in recent years, the anti-mafia security forces have been closing in on Messina. In recent years, in 30, in 30, the past 30 years, they've been closing on him, um, seizing around $3 billion. Dollars, three point two billion American, three billion a euro, in assets belonging to companions, relatives, and associates thought to be supporting his life in hiding and making arrests between two thousand nine two thousand ten. Here's the difference between Italy and America: you don't have that a thirty year run as an American like Paul Castellano's run, John Gotti's run. These guys' runs they're quick. Once the FBI gets on you, we get on you. Yeah, we make it happen. Italy, they take their time. Italy runs in dog years. They really are slow. Mm -hmm. In 2013, his sister, Patrizia Messina Denaro, was sentenced to 14 years in prison, a term she is still serving for being a member of the mafia. Oh, really? You're going to arrest his sister? What's she going to do? You arrest his sister for being a member of the mafia? Yeah. What is You have women mafia members? What is this? Smart could be smart. I mean, what you know, give her credit, she didn't sing, she didn't say one thing, didn't sing, she didn't say anything about her brother mm-hmm. while in hiding, while in hiding under a fig tree in Sicily outside, outside his home. <laughs> Messina Denaro maintained several romantic relations. Oh, this guy, yeah, this guy was, yeah, I mean, he was really in hiding. He maintained, he, he, he had love affairs. 
He had a full life, including with his fiance Franca Alnaga. This segment's just fun for saying Italian names. He had a daughter. I'm sure that daughter had to go to school somewhere. He had a daughter, Lorenza, another of his high-profile liaisons with an Austrian hotel worker who bragged that the two of them traveled to Greece on vacation. The guy was getting on planes. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, he was on planes taking vacations. What's the hiding? This is the fun thing about the media, and this is the fun thing about public relations. People read these articles, and they just kind of mull over them, but they don't get into them. They don't what's the deal is them. You don't take this article and dissect it and then use that dissection for other articles you can read. This is bullshit. This guy was allowed, and I'm just using this as an example. This guy was allowed to live by authorities for 30 years for whatever reason. People paid off. It was a larger system. He had blackmail on other people until a point where there was some sort of mutual agreement where it would all come to an end. Because nobody goes on vacation, sits in a Speedo with a gut, with an Austrian hotel worker and a daughter who's in a private school and is considered a fugitive on the run. Am I wrong? Adding to the police embarrassment, buried deeply into the article, adding to the police embarrassment (laughs) was the arrest of a British man at a restaurant in The Hague in 2021 after the anti-mafia police wrongfully identified him as Messina De Niro. Italians are inept. You're inept. You're no good at war. You're no good at nothing. You haven't been good at anything except being mafia. You're all mafia. You want me to stop stereotyping you? Well, why don't you take Big Pussy's picture down at the Italian restaurant and put up a fucking picture of some lawyer? Or how about Dr. Fauci? (laughs) (laughs) I just want to throw his name in there to get the fucking chat lit. Let's light up the chat. (laughs) Even turns out Dr. Fauci might have been a criminal. Some things just get into the culture. What do you want me to do? What do you want me to do? People ask me, is there a Greek mafia? No, there's not, because we, we're not low-down criminals. Yeah, there's not enough money to begin with. Yeah. <laughs> Let me talk to my Italian people, okay? Stop, Peter. It's very funny that they just arrested another dude. Imagine your whole raison d'etre. Good word. Get smarter. Your whole raison d'etre, the whole reason for your existence as an agency is to be the anti-mafia police, meaning your only field is to find the mafia guys. And somehow (laughs) you you arrest a British guy in a restaurant in another country who turns out to not be the guy you're searching for. <laughs> Can you at that point say Italians are not good at police? Maybe that's why all the Irish became cops. Yeah, they're not good at police. Yeah. You're not good at police work. No, you gotta get better, dog. How about the fucking Amanda Knox thing? Did you watch that documentary? Yeah. Where the Italian, with the fucking, because Italians. He knew he was wrong. Yeah, too. they just sit around and they pontificate, a little bit like the Greeks. They create their own, they think they're more smart than anybody. They think evidence doesn't matter. They want their brilliant theories to be the reality. They wanna be the one who figures it out. You know, they sat there. 
Did, did you watch that documentary, Jesse? Mm -mm. With the Italian fucking police inspector going, uh, you know, sitting there. He's like sipping an espresso during the documentary. He's like, he he, he has a, it's a wild sex party. The whole thing. It was a sex party. She's a vixen. She's a vixen who is attracting the men with the, with a, with a, with a, with a fragrant vagina. And there was a sex uh, thing, a sex party gone wrong. Zero evidence to back his theory. This fucking bitch yeah. has to stay in Italy for 10 years. She fucking lived in fucking Italian jail so long, she learned Italian. She clearly did not kill her roommate. The worst part about it is... They arrested the guy that did. <laughs> the guy that arrested, the guy that did it was arrested. His DNA was there. Her DNA was nowhere. Mm. You know why they arrested her for murder? Because he didn't like the way she was acting. She was acting suspicious. She wasn't more upset that some fucking broad that she met in Italy who was a roommate got murdered. She was some like 18-year-old chick who was getting banged out by some Italian guy. And they came home, and she came home and found the murderer. And I think he left a shit in the toilet. And, like, there was no real evidence. There was only Italian imagination. I love I loved the fact that the guy who did the murder was arrested. They, they had the guy yeah. who did it. Mm -hmm. And they still arrested her because the police chief was going, eh, something about her. There's something about her. She's impure. Yeah, Italians love their stories, dog. They love their stories. Mm -hmm. Now, Jesse, you're a fucking sauce monkey. <laughs> <laughs> Is anything I'm saying not? I ain't saying nothing. I ain't saying nothing. I don't know any of these don't people. Know I don't know nothing. nothing. I don't, know, I don't nothing. know who any of these people are. Italians work on a certain code, you know? It is what it is. It doesn't. It doesn't have to be based on hard work and evidence. Yeah, it's on hunches. They they chased some British guy down in the Hague, and they had a hunch. They had a hunch. I don't know. You know what's funny is probably when they sat him down, and he was like, "Hello," he was like, "Hello," my name is Charles, and they were like, "Messina Danini, we got to you." And he's like, "What? What is this all about?" What is this all about? You can pretend if you want. Have you ever met an Italian guy from Italy? You can't get that accent off of them, okay? They're small-minded island people who cook fucking rice balls with peas in them. That's what they do. You, you tell him you're going to find the, the mafia boss of Sicily, okay? A guy who obviously was not educated at Oxford University, and you're going to think that he's going to be able to get rid of his Italian accent and talk per perfect British. Can you imagine being that British guy in the in the court going, I'm telling you, I'm telling you for the 15th time, my name is Charles. I was born in London. And they're going, this doesn't feel right. <laughs> <laughs> you remind me of Amanda Knox. Something doesn't feel right. Somebody should make a cartoon of like Italian cops just running into each other like a Benny Hill, just running, and they just smash into each other looking for robbers, and the robbers just running around laughing. 30 years. I didn't expect to have as much fun with this story. I thought this was going to be a quickie, and we get to the other ones. But you look at this guy, and then he was able to get away with 30 years. He murdered two um, agents of the government. Yeah. He murdered two prosecutors. This is the type of shit that happens down there in Southern Europe. It happens in Europe, too. Like, you know, we had a... My, my mom and my aunt inherited 
a piece of property in Crete, Greece, right? Now, Sicily and Crete, a lot of people say there's a lot of, my island where I'm from, there's a lot of like mafia and gangster shit and a lot of corruption and stuff like that. And they, the Cretans are considered by the Greeks to be very similar to the Sicilians. They have their own code, very criminal. Um, we wanted to get a tenant out who wasn't paying his rent. So um, what the tenant did was lit my parent, my mother and my aunt's uh, lawyer's car on fire. <laughs> you know? It's no like, way to start a negotiation. Yeah, you can't, you know, they tried to kidnap a relative who was going to testify. It's like, can we just be honest about some of this cultural stuff? When can we be honest about it? When can we just be honest and say, hey, some people have bad ideas. Some people are a little looser with the rule of law, culturally. I hope in the future, okay, this is the great to say this around just past Martin Luther King Day. I hope every person is judged by the content of their character, which was his dream. One of the most brilliant things ever said, simple and brilliant. Content of their character, not based on their appearance, their look, where they're from. But you can criticize culture a little bit. You can't criticize bad ideas. There's no difference between humans except for the fact some people have bad ideas. Some ideas are worse than other ideas. If I say, hey, Jared, you should do this at the show, and it's a good idea, that's a good idea. If I give you an idea that's a bad idea, that's a, and you do it, and it, you, it has bad results, that's a bad idea, right? Ideas don't have a race. Ideas don't have an ethnicity. Ideas don't have a sex. They don't have a gender. They're from the platonic realm. They're where the place numbers come from. There's some better ones and there's some bad ones. And if you look back at history, it's always this kind of tug of war between good ideas and bad ideas. You see the Renaissance come up, a lot of good ideas. Hey, individual rights, freedom, the arts flourish. People start writing. And then someone comes along and goes, women should be cloaked. And I'm upset. They come with their furrowed brows and they come in and they're all closeted and they start beating homosexuals and their wife fucked a guy with a bigger dick and they're angry and they're motivated to make people feel pain. And they come and they institute some bad ideas. They have bad ideas. And then people follow those bad ideas. Happy Martin Luther King Day. (laughs) (laughs) Which is past. I mean, you know. So I'm just going to say, Italy, you got some bad ideas. I think there's some bad ideas in your culture. Yeah. Greece, too. I also think it's a bad idea on Martin Luther King Day to have a shootout in Florida. I think it's a bad idea. I would say that was not a good idea. Mm -hmm. I think there should be a day where everyone, especially if you're African-American, should go, you know what? We're not going to have a shootout. Even though we live in Florida, and it is a tradition for either a baby to get eaten by a crocodile, people to murder each other, or for you to come to the Pink Lagoon Crockpit Flamingo for herpes night. (laughs) (laughs) Or for your plane to get delayed by one full day, and then I have to stay in a Sinesta hotel. Which happened to me. And Although it is our tradition for things not to run smoothly because we are florida i would think on martin luther king day everyone goes leave your gun at home we're celebrating a guy who wanted peace 
And he wanted good things for our people. Mm-hmm. I'm the only I'm the only person who does comedy who has the balls to fucking do this article. But one person was killed and seven others were shot at a black at a block party uh, with more than a thousand people. Yeah, I just said black party, <laughs> which technically I think is not incorrect. <laughs> it happened to be, I think, a majority African-American at the party. <laughs> a thousand people celebrating Martin Luther King Day in Fort Pierce, Florida. All eight of those were, were shot adults. They were ferried to the hospital for treatment. There you go. They don't have cars in Florida. They ferried them. To St. Lucie County Sheriff's Office, and they, you know, part of Florida is going to be underwater. So pretty soon, it's just going to be water taxis everywhere. Um, Jesus Christ! I mean, one of the people who was killed was a thirty-year-old woman. Oh my God! With her six-year-old daughter. At least four others were injured as people ran for safety. One of those injured was a juvenile who was hurt as people rushed to flee the park where the event was being held. As shots rang out, <laughs> people were just running in all directions. There were people laying behind cars, laying behind anything they could lay behind. It was kind of hard to tell who was a victim and who was just hiding at that point. Now, I think it's pretty easy uh, media to tell who's hiding and who's a victim. The victims are the ones usually bleeding. They're the ones usually bleeding and they're usually going help or they're usually gargling. And the ones who are hiding are probably going, yo, duck behind this car, they're shooting. Very easy to see. You know, it's just a bad idea to bring your guns to a Martin Luther King block party. You know? That's what I think. But happy Martin Luther King Day. That just passed. It's nice to have one holiday in America that hasn't been turned into a commercialized, like, you know, they didn't make Martin Luther King into like a happy salamander that you can get a, get at Rite Aid. Yeah. You know what I mean? They didn't, they didn't turn into like a, there was no Martin Luther King egg hunt. It's nice. It's oh nice God. that there's one holiday that has some meaning left. No in Martin a, Luther King coffee. Yeah. In a, in a culture, in a world that's become increasingly meaningless. Yeah. Whereas like. The, the, the way things appear are more important than what they are, a la George Santos, a la everything. You know, it's kind of nice to have one holiday left where you're actually celebrating the guy. Give it time. And he's a real guy. Yeah, give it time. There'll be like probably a Martin Luther King chocolate uh, deal mm-hmm. at CVS. It's going to be a Martin Luther King master class on how to give a speech. <laughs> yeah, there'll be Martin Luther King speech classes. Probably soon. We probably won't have anything meaningful or earnest left. Pretty soon. Mm-hmm. And I think that that's why a lot of people get destitute. And I think that's why they show up in the streets of Greece protesting for the freedom of Top G. <laughs> Who is probably a great, fun guy. I don't know. I don't know him personally. Okay? I just talk about people in the news. All right? If the Top G or his brother watches my podcast because there's people I know who he's met, et cetera, whatever it is, I'm on the internet, he's on the internet. They're both probably really fun hanks. But... What I do know is that you guys have a cam girl business, okay? Which I think's fun. I have nothing against it. But it's weird that there's kids in the street protesting for the freedom of that guy, you know, when you should be protesting for meaningful people. Yeah, I'm not saying it's not meaningful, but I am saying it's not meaningful. <laughs> Everyone's a little lost, man. Do you feel it? Yeah. 
I even like when I was when I was when I was stranded in Miami and I was looking in the eyes of some of the people who worked at Delta. Everyone's lo- they have a look in their eyes. Everyone's lo- like everyone's lost. There's like loss of faith in institutions. A lot of them were just throwing their hands up, like, yeah. And I go, hey, I said I made one suggestion, right? I called the medallion, you know, uh, hotline, and I go, hey, I'm not mad that the plane was broken and we couldn't take off. Obviously, I said, here's a suggestion. For at least your medallion members, the people who spend a lot of money who you like to give perks to, how about immediately when the plane is broken? Immediately. How many medallion members could there be on a flight? I don't know. Ten tops, right? You reach out to those members and say, here are some options for you to get on another flight if you so which. Which. If you so which. <laughs> and you know what she said? That's actually a really great suggestion I'm going to tell people about that. I'm going like, is anyone work? Is anyone, is anything real anymore? Is there anyone trying to do a good job? Even when you go to the doctor, I, me and my wife went to get the sonogram and I asked the doctor a few questions. And he went, he went, he had a look in his face. Like, I don't know. I don't know. I don't, I don't know. He was like, you know, and then I asked him another question about the vaccine. He goes, I wasn't going to get it. And then I got it. I don't, he goes, I don't know. <laughs> And then you, you, you hear things about the vaccine. You're going, does anyone know? And people are going, I don't know. I have a suspicion that most people, that entertainment has kind of taken over everything. And entertainment is the top priority in everyone's mind, subconsciously or consciously. It's like, is this a show? doesn't matter if it's really working or if it's going good. Can we, can we make it look like things are good when things are not good? Very interesting. This is the time to visit Greenland right now. This is the time. If you had, if you had an urge to go check out what Greenland looks like, which I thought was always very funny that it was called Greenland and then Iceland was called Iceland and Iceland is the place that gets warm a little bit and Greenland is the place that's never green. It's like nobody lives on Greenland. Mm-hmm. Uh, Greenland right now is the warmest it's been in a thousand years. And I guarantee if you went on Twitter, you could see a thousand comments underneath that article going, vaccine emoji, vaccine emoji, vaccine emoji. (laughs) I don't believe you. Bullshit. It's a hoax. Whatever. And they could be right. Nobody knows anymore. So Greenland's, uh, it's getting warm up there. California's got torrential downpour. Did you see that? Yeah. That, like, those pictures look crazy. For like two weeks straight. Yeah. That looks crazy. Yeah. Well, at least now there's some writer in L.A. who has an idea for a follow-up Kurt Russell escape from movie. Mm-hmm. What did he do? Escape from New York? Did he do escape from L.A. yet? Kurt Russell? Yeah. Wheel his ass back out there. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So this out. one writes itself. Yeah, wheel himself back out there. An escape from, and instead of like, what is it, like gangs he was escaping from? Like, do like escape, like, you know, water world. Look at this picture, dog. <clears throat> Holy mackerel. Submerged in water. Dude. Nothing but water. Holy mackerel. I mean, LA looks like your ass two weeks before your colonoscopy. <laughs> Holy mackerel. Now listen, if you go, want to go watch another podcast where people are acting silly and not paying attention to this, I agree with you. Go do it. 
But we're not going to do that. We're not going to do that. That's not not what we do here. Here we're going to look straight at the picture and let you know that it exists, and it looks bad. Giant floods inundated the Central Valley um, in 1861 and 1862 as part of California's natural cycle. But the latest science shows that, I'm going to put the, for the people who don't believe, I'm going to put the science in quotations, yet to be determined, uh, shows that the coming mega floods intensified by climate change will be much bigger and more destructive than anything the state or the country has ever seen. I, I, I would prefer not to believe it either. Wow. We need to invest in what is necessary to improve life safety, protect vital infrastructure, and improve our environment. We know we need twice or three times what's being spent now. See, now, are they just asking for money, though? A lot of times they just go throw money at the problem. That's not it. No. Well, they won't have to worry about the fires. <laughs> yeah, take some of that water. What you do is you fucking look, I'm an old-time firefighter. This is what we usually do, okay? We take that water, and we bring it, and we throw it on a fire. So you guys got a problem usually with fires, but now you got a problem with water, okay? <laughs> Which lets me know, as an old-school Catholic, that God is offering you fucking solutions. <laughs> he got tired of you guys fucking complaining about the fires, so he dumped a bunch of fucking water on your fucking problem because God is a fire-trained captain, <laughs> and he knows what the fuck he's doing. And he threw a lot of fucking water at the problem. That's what he's fucking doing. So you don't got to have your fucking water quotas anymore. You want to know why? There's probably plenty of water in L.A. The reason why they're always telling people to limit the water mm-hmm. is because when you're an actor or someone trying to make it in Hollywood, you probably have to do so many shameful things that you have to take extra long showers <laughs> to wash it off. <laughs> so they're probably saying, hey, man, to that girl who just sucked that dick for that role, you can't shower for four hours. Shame doesn't get washed off. Please take a normal duration shower like everybody else. <laughs> and then go do charity work on the side to balance yourself out. Go to the Golden Globes and clap at whatever morality is the cause and balance yourself out. Donate to a cause. Go watch Leonardo DiCaprio's movie. Do what you can. But a long shower is not going to do it. You're wasting water. That's why I think there's a water crisis in Los Angeles. Too many long, cold showers. (laughs) (laughs) How many cold showers do you think Harvey Weinstein was responsible for himself? How many cold, long showers do you think a lot of those ladies who had to look the other way to get those parts? It wasn't like it was a big revelation what he was doing. It was a revelation to us. It wasn't a big revelation what Jeffrey Epstein was doing. It was a big revelation to us. I mean, he was prosecuted and convicted of it in Florida. You know? It was known. It was in the media. Anyway, good luck. This is a great time to move to Los Angeles and pursue your dream. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Pretty soon you're going to see TikTokers on mountaintops in Montana because everything else is going to be water. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that'll be great as the world is flooded because of eventual climate change if you just see people still living their dream just on one rock on top of a mountain going bah, bah, bah. <laughs> everyone's just fucking on the top of a mountain doing whatever trend is going you know they're dubbing over whatever the popular TikTok is and they're just blasting out and then there's other people on top of mountains watching it <laughs> 
<laughs> anyway, very good. The economic forum is happening in Davos. Mm. Now, Jesse is part of the Illuminati, so he can tell us what's going on there. Now, the economic forum, when do they do this? Every few years? Every year. Every year. So what happens? A bunch of multimillionaires throw on goat heads and yeah, go over there? That's right, yeah. And talk about the Federal Reserve or whatever, oh, monetary yeah. systems. Look who shows up. Actually, I, I read that, what was it, um, the top 1% over the past, whatever they calculated, was enriched by... 36 trillion, 62 trillion. I mean, who, what's the difference between 36 trillion and 62 trillion? So rich people are doing fine. Yeah. Um, the attendees list for the World Economic Forum includes 16 billionaires. 116. Oh, sorry. 116 billionaires. The CEO of BlackRock. They're doing good. They're heading into the Ukraine. Um, they're also buying up every piece of private property left and turning it into rentals. That's fun. Mm -hmm. So your dream about buying a house with a picket fence and having your own little thing, that's dwindling. Wait till they Walmart that shit. They're going to Walmart. They're going to fucking Walmart uh, li like living. They're going to Walmart like real estate. They have a saying, you'll have nothing and be happy. You'll have nothing and be happy. With a wink. You forgot the wink. I'm sorry. You'll own nothing and be you'll happy. You'll own nothing and be happy. And you forgot the wink. Give it a try. <laughs> it's funny because you know these people hate communists, but they're 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 the end the end game of this is the same. It's like instead of the government owning everything, BlackRock and a few major corporations will own everything. Mm -hmm. And everything there'll be no charm anywhere. Everywhere will just be Walmart, Subway, BlackRock owned condos where you can rent. And work like a slave to pay your rent. Nothing's yours. There's no profit motive for you. Nobody can afford to buy your house anymore. So it's it has no value. So the CEO of BlackRock, the FBI, the FBI director, the CEO of Pfizer, and 16 politicians. The WEF engages political, business, and other leaders of society to shape global, regional, and industry agendas. That's their mission statement. That's their mission statement. They could be doing some good work, too. They could be doing some good work, too, yeah, right? Money and agendas don't usually go together, though. All right, but let's just, for argument's sake, let's assume that this podcast was hired by them to put out a positive message. Keep talking. For the World Economic Forum. Yeah. Our mission is to ensure the prosperity, wealth, Climate, climate possibilities, climate future for all citizens of the world to understand equal trade and prosperity for everyone. Yeah. That could not us. For, you know, we're trying to just understand each other's respective fields. Like, what are you guys doing in the FBI? Oh, okay, I want nothing to do with that. That would be weird if I wanted something to do with that. What are you guys doing at BlackRock? It's got nothing to do with me. So you go like, but why are they all together? And then you go, a lot of times people who have nothing in common meet up. 
you know? Mm-hmm. Like all the times I can think of my life where I've hung out with a bunch of non-dads, 25-year-olds who weren't in comedy. I have tons of friends who are FBI agents. I got tons of friends who work in Blackwater. Yeah. I, it's very unusual for people who have common interests to flock together. Usually it's people from different walks of life. Like, who do you hang out with? All non-comedians. You hang out with FBI directors Mm -hmm. and BlackRock employees all the time. Yeah, I got the Interpol director on speed dial. Absolutely. (laughs) It's not unusual for a finger painter to hang out with with a billionaire. It happens all the time. Mm -hmm. Okay, a guy who makes pizza, they don't want to hear from him. Why don't we want to hear from him? I got no good answer. I have no good answer. I have no good answer. Why anyone who's not a billionaire is there. I tried and I got no good answer. Can there at least be one guy in middle management to be like, hey, I represent everybody on the fucking planet besides 12 of you? Sorry, I got a little excited. It's okay. I'm not paid to get excited. It's understandable. I'm paid to create a nice picture. The World Economic Forum is set up for the benefit of all mankind. Mm-hmm. We're seeking solutions. We're seeking prosperity. We're seeking the possibility of having a sustainable future, period. Everything else is mere conjecture and conspiracy. Where is Davos, by the way? I'm sure it's like some working class neighborhood. I think it's Switzerland. Ah, Switzerland. Nice. Yeah. The second Baltimore. (laughs) It's an international non-governmental. If it's non-governmental, why is the FBI there? He was invited. He's got a good personality. (laughs) (laughs) People want to hear his stories, his drinking stories. It's a non-governmental and lobbying organization based in uh, Geneva, Switzerland. It was founded in 1971 by German engineer and economist Klaus Schwab. Have you heard him talk yet? No. What's he sound like? He sounds like a Bond villain. Here's Is this him? Let's hear him. Let's hear Klaus Schwab. The Germans just can't stop themselves. Again, bad ideas sometimes. The Germans, you know... I don't want to sound controversial, but some of the German ideas in the past... I believe have been bad ideas. They haven't been the brightest. I think they've been bad ideas. They haven't been Pulitzer Prize winning yeah. ideas. I don't think you're supposed to put those things to cook. Yeah. I think you're supposed to put things like bread in there. Yeah. I think that was a bad idea. Yeah, they hit it on the head with pretzels. Yeah, I think it was a bad idea. Mm-hmm. I think scapegoating one group of people who flourishes because your whole country is falling apart because of what you did in World War One. Yeah. I think it was a bad idea. It's a bad idea, and it shouldn't let you advance in the world. I think it's a bad idea. Yes. I think sometimes there's just bad ideas in the world. You deserve a demotion. Will yeah. Make your stay here enjoyable and productive. Oh, boy. Uh, <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, where'd it go? Now, do you know why? Do you know why he's holding his hands like this? Because one of them wants to fly out, <laughs> so he's he's got to grip it because it wants to. 
He's got a grip. Yeah, that's you, want, you know he's he's got to grip it. Yeah, they it's, can't. It's in there. It's like locking your bike to a stop sign. <laughs> <laughs> it's exactly what it's like. That's exactly what it's like. Except for the fact that if the bike was self-driving and wanted to get away. Yeah. Because that arm wants to fly. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. Look at his walk. Where'd you learn that walk? Yes, fast, yes, what? Luftwaffe. <laughs> Welcome to Davos. We are here only for the prosperity and equality of all mankind. We want to make sure that every human being has healthcare and dignity and enough food to eat. We don't care about us at all. We have enough. We have more than enough. This is for everyone else. Wink, 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 wink. It's not a wink, it's a wink. <laughs> all right, let's see. Let's see what this humanitarian wants. Excellencies. Oh, God, he's starting with excellencies. Something's wrong with the, um, I don't know why this audio's going in and out. Anyway, we can assume that they're there to raise money for the poor. For the poor. All those people in one room together who have nothing to do with each other, nothing in common. You know, here's here's the real issue. Here's what it really all comes down to. Mm -hmm. Aristotle nailed it. With one sentence. The most profound things are usually the very simple. Oh. He well, nailed it with one sentence. It, you mean a little boy. That too. Yeah, yes. he nailed one of those. Yes. He definitely caught one of those. Okay. He might have even said this while he was doing that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a different time. He said, the future of mankind depends on the education the future of the citizens or a city state or whatever depends on the education of its citizens it's all about education true that is just true that is just true now the problem these people have is that they have a vested interest in people not being educated so they're caught in between a rock and a hard place because if people get educated, they would realize how bad they're getting fucked. True. They would realize how bad these people who make the system rig the system for themselves. That's just the truth. So, but also, if they keep people uneducated, it turns them into fucking animals. They're filled with bad ideas. They do bad things. So you fuel your adversaries, essentially. You're fueling your adversary with your own greed. Yes. And that's why greed is such a bad thing. Yeah. You know? This, you're not helping yourself here because mm-hmm. eventually you're going to get your head cut off. That's why you don't tell fat people to not eat pizza at all. You just tell them to eat a smaller amount of pizza so they don't freak out on you. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah. The problem is you keep doing this, people are going to freak out. You know, when you travel around the country and you go to some of these uh, less elite visited places, yeah. you realize that there's a big discrepancy between uh, some f- a few neighborhoods in certain areas, and the rest of everybody else. There's a huge, massive discrepancy. Massive discrepancy. And that's that's not good for them, but they can't see past their own little piggy fucking noses. These little greedy pigs who meet up and figure out how they can line their pockets more. And the whole meeting is to just figure out how much they need to give to keep everyone at bay. I believe that's essentially what the meeting is, right? Pretty much, yeah. Yeah. It's to protect our wealth. It's to protect our wealth. Protect our wealth and give them enough Mm -hmm. so they don't 
tackle bri- us in our own foyers. A bribe meeting. Yeah. A bribe meeting, They're trying to yeah. figure it out. Mm-hmm. Top business leaders and policy discuss the future of jobs at the World Economic Forum. Now, probably a lot of good stuff gets talked about there, too. Like, oh, AI, what are we going to do? Probably some of it is like, how are we going to employ these fucking animals? They probably, essentially, that's what they're thinking. What do we do with all these people? What do we do with all these people that we underfunded on education? Yes. What do we do with all these people? What do we do with all these poor people that are just stupid, you know? And you do have to give the socialist, and again, we've been on this rant, mixed economy. Scandinavia is a mixed economy, okay? So when you say socialist, they're socialist in the fact that they have, you know, a little bit more socialism than we have. We're also a mixed economy. Hate to break it to you. We have tons of socialism. But you have to give them credit because of their education system in Scandinavia, you know? Finland, um, those countries, people are educated, man. You go into McDonald's, the person working at McDonald's speaks like four languages. They, they get paid well. They have social nets. Like when you're right wing in Scandinavia, you're like, you're still like a Nazi, but you're a Nazi for healthcare. It's interesting. Like nobody even dreams about there not being healthcare for people. It's different. Whereas here, right wing is like Nazi plus, you know, pull you up by yourself by your own bootstraps, no fucking government or whatever. People just go off the fucking reservation here. Yeah. Because they're just, you know, these people have been around longer than us. We're like a teenager. They've gone through all the bad ideas. Comes down to bad ideas. Sometimes people aren't aware of the bad ideas. They haven't, they're not aware that it's been tried before. Even if you're a hateful person and you're a piece of shit and you're, you're inbred or you're uneducated or whatever, just take one gander. You just, just go find out. Even if you believe, go through your life believing your Nazi shit. But, you know, believe it in your heart and be like, hey, I want this for me and my family. But if you try to enact it on a grand scale, it's not going to work. Even for the most selfish reasons, it's not going to work. We've gone down the road before. It's a bad idea, mm. you know? It's like trying to throw a cross-court pass. Yeah, 10% of the time the pass will get there. But any to- coach will tell you it was a bad idea because 90% of them get picked off. Why? Because you're throwing through the defense. Yes. There's five guys in there. Cross-court passes are not good. But at least the Church of England refuses to back gay marriage. The bishop of the Church of England refuses to back gay marriage. Yeah. Yeah. Which I think is a good idea. (laughs) (laughs) I want as many gay guys married as possible. I hate seeing how free and happy they are. Church of England still forbids same-sex marriage in its churches. Yeah. We need stable gay men in the world. Who else is going to make quinoa? Yeah. I just, I, I don't know what's behind it. I don't know the reason. I don't know the reason. Well, it's obviously he's a bottom. Yeah. <laughs> it's got to be it, man. Like, otherwise, what's the reason? Like, can you give me one good reason where I listen to it and I go, that's a good reason. Especially in London. That doesn't make what's sense. What's the good reason? Yeah. What is the reason? We know, I, I, even, like I'm saying, this is my point, like even the most 
backwards people. You, you got to look at the reality and go like, hey, gay people just, there's going to be gay people. Let's just say you're the most unenlightened, closed-minded asshole. Mm-hmm. You got to admit that there's going to be gay people, right? Otherwise, you're just a maniac. I mean, how many times have they tried to get rid of gay people? And the gay people are just persistent. They keep popping up. Come back. They often pop up in the places where it's the actual people saying there should be no gay people. It's almost like the more you try to repress the gay people, the more gay people become. Yeah, they're like anal polyps. They keep popping up. Keep popping up. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, how many times are you going to try to stop the gays? You can't stop the gays. It's an army of fun that won't be stopped. (laughs) I'm just trying to take on the most closed-minded perspective. Like, if I was the leader, if I was the leader of the anti-gay Church of England, I would start by going, look, the gays are out there. I'm one of them. I hate that. Now, I hate that, but I'm one of them. I don't want anyone to know. I'm keeping my business to myself. I'll do it in motel rooms. And hopefully I won't make enough money or become powerful enough that some kid who I fucking homo tell him will try to bribe me. That's all I can say. But I hate it. I hate the fact that I'm a gay. And I hate the fact that these gays are out there. Yeah. We should make marriage mandatory. It should be mandatory. You cannot be gay outside of marriage. Yeah. Now we're talking. See? Now I'm an asshole but I'm at least I'm realistic. True. I'm oppressing them in a different way. See, but you're fucking Eminem-ing that shit in Eight Mile. You're going, you guys want to be gay? Okay, you goddamn gays. Now here's the deal. You want gay marriage? Now you can't be gay outside of marriage. Yeah. I see any blowjobs, you're going to jail unless you're married. Perfect. Drug safe zone, just like they did in The Wire. Drug safe zone. Yeah. It's a, you're making the marriage a safe zone to do what you view as a sin. Yeah. You're controlling. You can't get rid of you can't get rid of drugs. You can't get rid of the gays. All you can say is in these six blocks, you can gooseneck. In these six blocks. Or district it. Yeah. District, district you're gay. Mm-hmm. District it. Or give them a give them Greenland. It's warm there now. <laughs> Let them have it. Mm-hmm. Let them have Greenland. You hate your gays, Church of England. Send all your gays to Greenland. Yeah, they like that. Icicles look like dicks anyway. Yeah. Yeah, they do. Make it, make it gay land. There should be a gay land. <laughs> the Jews have a, a homeland. Why don't the gays have a gay land? You get on the fucking airplane. Madonna's playing. It's a drag show. Every stewardess is a drag show. It would be so lit. Mm-hmm. There would be so many straight guys that would be pretending like they don't want to take gay airlines. The prices would be so high. There'd be fucking lesbians on there. Yes. Providing security. There'd be a lesbian marshal packing a gun with her gut hanging over her belt, sitting in row 36F, waiting for some shit to go down, for one of these fairies to have a cat fight, and she shoots. Yeah. Because she's in a 16-year relationship, and she's miserable. (laughs) The food's not going to be good. When's the last time you went to a gay restaurant where the food wasn't litty? When's the last time it wasn't fun? Yeah. You're talking, you get on there, they're like, hi, welcome to Gay Airlines. And it's just like, fucking Ricky Martin's playing in the background and they're just fucking going and they're throwing they're throwing snaps kidding me guys are fucking in the five mile club yeah when you open up the toilet seat it plays George Michael it's yeah it's actually labeled gay sex bathroom so there's one 
There's one <laughs> to use if you need to go to the bathroom, and there's a and there's another one to do Molly, and there's another one to fuck a guy in. Yeah. There's three bathrooms. Fun time. That party, the gay airlines would be lit. And then you land in Gaylandia, and it's just a techno party going. As soon as you get off. Foam party. Foam. You walk off the plane to foam up to your neck. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and all the people who are closeted gays could go to Gaylandia and experience the culture for a little bit. You know? You go to Greece, you're like, you want to immerse yourself in the culture. Let me learn what teropitas are. Let me learn how to say hello, goodbye. You go to Gayland, you go, let me learn how to suck a little dick. Let me, when in Rome, do what Rome do, you know? Gaylandia, that's the solution. Good ideas. Good ideas. I'm combating the bad idea of the bishop from the Church of England with a good idea to force them to marry and to give them Greenland, to get them out. You're gay, you're forced to live there. Problem is, then he's going to want to go there. And then we're right back at square one. (laughs) (laughs) Because you know what happens when the gays get a neighborhood. It becomes the best neighborhood. There's nobody who wants to move into the Church of England's neighborhood. The Church of England is not opening muffin shops. The Church of England is not doing... Korean barbecue. The Church of England is not doing nightclubs. The Church of England is not fixing up old brownstones. They're not doing a same-sex softball game. Mm -hmm. The Church of England is doing nothing fun. It's a good idea. It's a good idea to combat a bad idea. Like... The Miss Universe pageant. What is that? So, I don't know. What is that? It's a global dishwashing competition. What is going on? What is the Miss Universe? They pick a person from the country, and what? who judges it? The Hollywood Forum? Like, who, what is it? What is it judged on? Who judges it? Men? Women? Miss Universe. Jesse pulls up TMZ. Miss Universe CEO says third party handled results denies rigging allegations. What does that mean? What does any of this mean? And how did an American win over a Brazilian and a Venezuelan when it comes to hotness? Is it based on hotness? Does anyone watch this shit? What is it? I think it's hotness, knowledge, hobbies, background. Oh, here, this is fun. The the allegations regarding rigging of Miss Universe are false. People saying that it's suspect that JKN Global Group owns both Miss Universe and Miss USA aren't familiar with the history of the organizations. Let me tell you something. If a Miss America won the Miss Universe over Miss Brazil or Miss Venezuela, then they are not highly versed in pornography. (laughs) Because I'll tell you right now, the Brazilians and the Venezuelans are pumping out a better product when it comes to lady looks. Mm -hmm. When it comes to lady looks... 
They're pumping out a better product. When her name was Ron Bonnet, Ron Bonnet, R. Bonnet, that seems rigged. They're trying to allude to John Bonnet Ramsey. What is that? R. Bonnet Gabriel won the Miss Universe pageant Saturday, becoming the first Filipino, Filipino American to take the crown. Arbonet was a strong and dedicated contestant who was the rightful Miss Universe. Do they do a con? Like, is there a contest where they compete against each other? Because I would watch that. Like, if they all had to suck dicks and who could make the girl come, the guy that come the fastest, or if they had to cook something quicker, mm-hmm. then I'm going. This girl's worth something. You know, on the market, I'd buy her. In Afghanistan, I want to see. I want to watch Miss Afghanistan. I want to see who's more obedient. Who walks farther behind their husband? Mm-hmm. You know, who can cook the best? Who's covered who, up the most? Who talks the least? That's a big one. Yeah. Who talks the least? Who's then, the least uneducated? Who's the least uneducated? Who's had the most dreams squashed? Who's showing the least amount of body skin? And who's hit enough m- missiles under their hajib? I mean, that's at least something concrete that I can measure, right? It's yeah. measurable. Those are the two ways you go at with the Miss Universe. Again, good idea. Okay, you want to do a Western Miss Universe? How many dicks can I suck in a certain amount of time? How many of them full ejaculation? How many meals can I cook? How sli- how thin can I slice the garlic? Mm-hmm. Um, how many episodes of Real Housewives can I watch back to back? Okay, without sleeping. How many shoes can I buy? How many balls can I break about dishes in the sink? How much crypto can I sell? How many crypto? How much can I complain about the wage gap? How much can I plan, uh, complain about equality? How much can I tweet about Brittany Griner? How long can I wear a pussy hat on my head? Things like that that are measurable. Good idea. Now we have Miss Universe Afghanistan, like we just said. The list of things we just said. Now it's at least something I could measure that's not subject to corruption because it's a meritocracy like a basketball game where some people score, some people don't. You can clearly see who the better athletes are. If this woman just sucked seven dicks and all seven of those dicks came, that is clear evidence. She is a more rightful winner. And let me tell you something right now. There ain't no way Miss Brazil is losing to Miss America because Miss America is going, ill, ill, his balls smell ill, close the drapes, close the drapes, ill, 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 ill. And Miss Brazil is going, she's at fucking carnival. Other than that, I think it's a bad idea. They also have a Miss Teen USA. And this company owns all of them. How do you get into this business? (laughs) What's the pageant business like? Who goes and looks at pageants? Who goes and looks at... You remember John Bonet Ramsey was in like child pageants? Who besides crazy moms and dedicated pedophiles is going to watch a five-year-old in makeup do things in adult clothing. Who the fuck thought this was a good idea? People who bought the wrong ticket to Soul Joel's. (laughs) 
Can one of you two guys explain to me what is a good idea about this? I'd rather go to the AVN Awards. <laughs> you know, no, it's really crazy that like there's this movement against porn too, as if porn doesn't have like serve some moral purpose too. Yeah, a lot of people get addicted to it and it can be bad. Yeah. Yes, it releases dopamine. You can get addicted to it, but you can get addicted to gambling. You can get addicted to goddamn food, dude. There's people who are too fat. You can't say that anymore, but you're like, oh, I think you're clearly addicted to the wrong foods. You can get addicted to sugar. They say sugar's addictive. You can get addicted to Diet Coke. So you can get addicted to pornography. But that doesn't mean that pornography doesn't suit a very well-needed niche for men who want to be faithful to their wives to get the goddamn glue out of their dick yeah. with their own hand. There's a market for it, a wet market. Yeah. You know? It's like the thing in and of itself is an evil. How come nobody's pointing to the Miss Universe as being evil? How about nobody's going, hey, how come there's no movement to get rid of child pageantries where some six-year-old is dressed up like an adult for men with mustaches and bald hairs to go and sit and go seven, seven out of ten, eight out of ten, ten. Very nice. Well done. Can you turn a little bit? Let's see the behind. Okay, now tell me what your dream is when you grow up. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. That's really nice. That's a pretty creepy voice, right? <laughs> Calm and sort of understated. Hi. What's your name? Hi, Jean Benet. My name's Rick. Yeah. I'm a computer teacher on my free time. I love to be around kids all the time I can. I'm a counselor, I'm a camp counselor, I'm a math teacher, and I'm a child pageant judge. I love kids. You want cookies? Here's a cookie. I'm a monster. Well, if you're a parent and you put your kid in a child pageant, You want to redo on your life. You need a redo. Because you try to live vicariously through your kids' eyes. You didn't get to go to that carnival. You weren't the prettiest. You got picked on because you were fat in school. Now you want your child to rectify all the things that were done in your life that you couldn't do. That's exactly why you're going. It's really, it's really awkward. How much can you blame the parents, right? I don't know. Hunter Biden... Got a stripper pregnant, right? Yeah, which is not an alarming headline. Right. Now, is this headline anywhere but the Post? Not to say that the Post doesn't get things right, because they do a lot. Um, so the story is what, Jared? He got a stripper pregnant at some point. Yes. And the esteemed lady wants their kid... To carry the name Biden. Carry the name Biden because it's synonymous, synonymous with success, financial wealth, and stability. That's according to her? According to her. And he says, not, he goes, whoa, whoa, whoa. It is affiliated with some of those things, but it's also affiliated with laptops, dick pics, crack, and fucking my brother's <laughs> widow. It's also affiliated with that, sweetheart. 
It's also affiliated to, with impregnating strippers. Yes. Hunter Biden asks Judge to stop his four-year-old daughter, oh my God, who he had with the stripper from taking his surname. This, I want all the people on the left to listen good to this one. All the people who go, Hunter Biden's a victim. He's got a drug problem. He's diseased. Making fun of him's bad. I want you to listen closely to that headline. Hunter Biden asked the judge to stop his four-year-old daughter. It's his daughter. Who he had with an Arkansas stripper. I assume during a fun after-hours night with Billy Clinton. On the town of Arkansas. <laughs> they requested an Arkansas court arguing that the name would rob the child of a peaceful existence. Holy fucking shit. How do you even get to court with that argument? How the fuck do you even get a judge to listen to that shit? Mm. The child's mother, Luden Roberts, had asked Circuit Court Judge Holly Meyer to allow daughter Navy Joan Roberts to take Biden's name arguing that she would benefit as the name is now synonymous with being well-educated, successful, financially acute, and politically powerful. How about that it's her father's name? Oh, because they're not married. So that's mm-hmm. the grounds of it. Yes. Oh, I get it. Oh, I get it now. So that's how it got to court. I wasn't thinking about the law. Yeah. He fucked this chick out of wedlock. Not a fit, you know. But what if this chick grows up to be Jon Snow-like? He was a bastard, too. True, true. But how official can a pregnancy be when it was conceived in a Bucky's bathroom? <laughs> they were in Texas? No. Was... Maybe Buc- Maybe Arkansas has Bucky's. Yeah, maybe we don't know. Good reference, though, for people in Texas. Yeah. Bucky's. You got to see a Bucky's. It's America in a place. In one place, if you want to see America, most of America, go to a Bucky's. Think of Wawa and Kmart put together. Yeah, that's exactly right. And a gas station. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just with guns. Yeah, with guns and uh, barbecue food in wrapped tinfoil, also straw chairs, hats, T-shirts, uh, soda, bathrooms, and just melee on trying to find where to pay for things. Mm-hmm. Just crowded. It's crazy. Good it's for m- two things. A, a stop at a 3 a.m. in the morning or a zombie invasion. It's pretty much it. Mm-hmm. The child remains estranged from the Biden family. Oh, isn't that sad? The Biden family didn't invite them to the presidential dinner. That giving her the name Biden would rectify this misconduct or neglect. What's the judge going to do? Legally, I don't know if they can't, if she can take the Biden name. Probably not. Probably not. Probably not. But, I mean, with everything with the Joe, with that Hunter Biden has come out with, do you really want that child to have the Biden name? Because that's kind of like a, a valid argument. Here's another sentence I want people on the left who think Hunter Biden is such a victim to hear. Hunter Biden in September asked to have child support payments reduced. 
because his financial services, uh, his financial, uh, what happened there? Financial circumstances had undergone a, quote, substantial material change. Mm-hmm. <laughs> now, here's the deal. Hunter may not have a lot of cash in his pocket, but I think the Biden family generally has has a little looch. The name change filing, Robert's attorneys also asked for information about Biden's finances, among other things, and claimed that Biden is attempting to stifle discovery into his financial affairs while simultaneously reducing his child support obligations on the claim that he now earns less income. Hunter Biden is a fucking douchebag. I think the evidence is in, no? Yeah. I don't think you can just say, oh, he's a poor addict who can't control. I mean, he's a douchebag. Yeah, either that or his art Etsy page isn't doing as well as it should. I mean, do you remember when they were, people were buying his fucking paintings for like 800 bucks? Mm-hmm. More. 800. 80,000 or something? Yeah, half a million. I mean, what? I mean, these. how do these people go home at night and think that they're good people buying his painting for $80,000 while he's trying to hide his money from his daughter? Yeah, it's not going to work. You're not Drake, dog. When the child was born in 2018, Biden initially denied being the father. Again, another nice guy move. Roberts filed a petition for paternity and child support. And a DNA test later proved he was the father mm-hmm. on Maury. <laughs> so I don't think a lot of people knew this till now, that he has a daughter with a stripper in Arkansas mm-hmm. who he's refusing to pay for and doesn't want the child to have his name. He doesn't want to acknowledge the kid. He'd rather uh, coast off of the Biden name himself. He would rather keep that name for himself to besmirch. He doesn't want any of his uh, relatives, his daughter, to benefit like he's benefited. Who knows, Hunter? Maybe she, too, can procure a job in the Ukraine as a board member of a natural gas company, something you are... Highly experienced in. Why would you want to keep that all to herself? In fact, the mother probably had that idea from when she found out that he was sitting on a multi-million dollar deal to sit on a board on a foreign multinational gas company. She's probably going, I know that dude. I know that dude. I cooked heroin with that guy. (laughs) If he can get a million bucks because his last name is Biden, my daughter can too. First of all, even if his daughter does become a stripper because he's a horrible dad and his mom was a stripper, I'm going to see Hunter Biden's daughter. That's an attraction. Let me talk to you, little girl. Even if it turns out bad, even if you don't end up getting a legacy admission to an Ivy League college because your last name is Biden. The fact remains, also, I don't think Biden went to an Ivy League school. In fact, Biden also lied on his resume and had to give a speech about it. I don't know if you guys saw that. They unearthed that from years ago where he admitted that he lied. Not only that, he also has had some uh, classified information in his garage. Mm -hmm. So Biden's done a couple of whoopsies, too. I think we can see that Hunter Biden inherited some of those things. So, sweet young girl, you're only four. But even if you don't get into a university coasting on your last name, 
There is a sweet, sweet, sweet future on OnlyFans being the daughter of Hunter Biden. All you got to do is show your feet and you will make a lot of money yeah. from a lot of curious Republicans and a lot of loyal Democrats. Mm-hmm. As always, want to give a shout out to our small business shout outs, brooklyncannery.com, healthier sodas, 15% off your next order if you use the promo code Giannis Pappas. Get rid of those big brand sodas that are absolutely horrible, cause cancer, get you addicted, make you fat, cause diabetes. Go with Brooklyn Cannery and their natural sodas with no artificial sweeteners, all natural sweeteners, low calorie and prebiotic. Brooklyncannery.com. Amazing coffee, the coffee that I drink, Longshore Coffee at longshorecoffee.com. I believe the promo code is, um, what does he say here? The promo code is... What is it again? Fumes. Fumes. Yeah, the promo code is fumes. So go to longshorecoffee.com, throw the promo code fumes in, and you get 15% off of whatever coffee you made. It's absolutely delicious. Um, Delivery in uh, the entire United States. Free local delivery in Rhode Island. NateLinder.com. Whether you need more brand awareness, better leads, or more online sales, Nate's your guy. NateLinder.com. Nate underscore Linder uh, on Instagram. Follow him. He'll help you out. To get some money, he'll get he'll make money for you on the internet. How about that? Chris Minetti, our favorite guy with a phone number who cashes checks, two one five seven five zero three seven three zero is the way you contact Chris Minetti if you're in the South Jersey or Philly area. No social media, no bull, capiche. Chris Minetti, thank you. We love your support. Aaron Lee for the free dot art, Hawaii music. Go check out ForTheFree.Art. If you're going to Hawaii, you want to find out about local artists, check out ForTheFree.Art. It's a great website. Manly Girly Studios. These guys came to the show. I want to thank you guys. They're in Miami. They got some cool podcasts and a podcast network. Uh, Check them out on YouTube or their website, ManlyGirly.com. Check out their shows. Gringo in the Rough, A Side of Fries, Casa de Thinking, and The Manly Girly Show. Give it a check out and then write a comment on what you find. Uh, Check out uh, hosts... Art, Andy, and their interesting friends do their thing. Sit around and entertain you. Love these guys. Thanks for coming to the shows. Uh, ExclusiveAutoShipping.com with our boy Jared. If you're moving your car or if you're buying a car out of state, get a free quote. They'll move your car from A to B. Student and military discounts are available. Visit them at ExclusiveAutoShipping.com. It's been a long